Hi there. I'm so excited you could join me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we just thank you for taking over here. We know that you want to tell us things to come, that your return is at hand. Your return is soon, and you want us to be ready. Isn't your will, isn't your plan that one of us should miss you? So I thank you that you're getting us ready. We thank you for your revelation knowledge. We thank you that you are telling us what's going to happen before it does. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. And he's telling me that so strongly that we are not ready. And people think they are. People think, I just talked to somebody last night, we love Jesus and we're ready. And we don't want to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. And it's because they're really not ready. We're really not looking forward to Jesus coming because we're so stuck in this life here. And the reason for that is we don't really know God. We don't know he's the precious pearl. Let me read that to you. Well, actually, first in Mark 4, 15, Jesus said that Satan is trying to steal God from us. He is. As soon as you hear the word, who is God, Satan comes to try to steal God from us. He is the one who's trying to steal your eternity. He's the one who's trying to make you think that you're better off here. You don't want God to come because then your life here is going to be over and you don't know what it's going to be like there. That's really the bottom line. Jesus said that in Matthew 13, 44, verse 44, the kingdom of heaven is like something precious buried in a field, which a man found and hid again. And then in his joy, he went and sold all he had so he could buy that pearl. He sold, he sold all he, he could and buys that field, actually. And then verse 45, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who is a dealer in search of fine, precious pearls, who in finding a single pearl of great price went and sold all he had and bought it. And so the secret that the enemy is trying to keep from us is God is that precious pearl. He is the only thing in your life that matters. How do we get a revelation of that? Is we get to know God. We don't know he's the only thing that matters more than anything else that you'd give everything up just for him. You know, and why? Why would it be like that? Who in your life would you give everything up for? Isn't it that person that loves you? that spends time with you, that looks out for you, that would drop everything for you? How about the guy who gave his only son for you because he loved you that much? He's that in love with you that he gave you Jesus. Jesus laid down his life for you because he knows the Father's love for you is more than than we can understand. You got to get to know him. You have to have conversations with him to know how he feels. And isn't that like with anyone? You know, God is preparing us for us moving in there by showing him more, showing us more of himself. He wants us to know him. He's the man in the red flannel shirt. And I have that book coming up. He is so much like us that you're hardly going to be able to believe it when he starts showing you himself. He's amazing. He's in love with us. And he would do anything for us. And that is why he is the precious pearl. The person in your life, the person in your life 
that you love the most is the one who loves you the most. You know that that person's always going to be there for you. God is always going to be there for you. He's the only one you could ever, ever, ever trust. People change all the time. People in my life have changed. I'm shocked sometimes when I look back and think, wow, it used to be this way and now it's this way. And it seems as though people just don't care anymore that cared for me before. But God, he is never changing. And he gave up Jesus for you because he loved you so much. And you know what the problem is to begin with? Satan is a fallen angel. He hates God. And the only way, you know, no foe can withstand God. And the only way he can get back at God is by hurting the thing, the things, us, whom he loves the most. So if Satan can hurt us, he's hurting God. And God is hurting because we're hurting because we're letting Satan be our God. He wanted to be God. He wanted to be over God. And that's why he had to leave heaven. That's why God threw him out. He, he couldn't be in heaven anymore. He got prideful. And um, so then in his anger, he is trying to be our God. He's kind of trying to control us. And it started in the beginning. He said, did God really say he wanted to control Adam and Eve? That's the way he can get back at God. And that's a revelation that God gave me, which I think is truly amazing. And it makes everything make sense. And so Satan is trying to get back at God. And the only way he can do that is to deceive us. So he comes dressed as an angel of light, trying to be our God. And he speaks through people. He controls people that don't know any better. And that's why he comes all dressed up like an angel to try to deceive you into thinking you're good and and you got it right. And, you know, Jesus is coming. And so he is doing what he can to control whoever he can because he knows that just pulls God's heart out to know that he has people under his control and taking them to hell. Or maybe think about why doesn't God do something about it? He gave us free will. We, he's not going to dictate to us. We have to choose him. He already chose us. And it hurts him if you don't choose him. And so the ploy of the enemy is to control you, to get you to that place where you won't choose God. And he does that by even making you think you're ready for heaven. I'm ready for heaven. I know Jesus. But you're not ready for heaven. You're not. We're not ready for him if we don't know him intimately. If he's not that precious pearl, if you have a God before God, if you have problems forgiving, so God prompting you to tell you a little bit about my mom, when she decided, she was 83 and she decided she wanted to go to heaven. She was tired. She wanted to go. And as soon as Satan got wind of that, he came, just like Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come. And his, his motive is to take as many of God's children to hell with him. He knows his destination, and he's going to take whoever he can. So when my mom was excited and she's thinking she's going to venture off to heaven, God said, yes, you can come. He came and he caused the biggest storm in her life to get her in unforgiveness. Because if we don't love, Jesus said, if you hold anything against anyone, you have to forgive them or your father can't forgive you. 
And so that's what he tried to do to my mom. And he, he just, I just feel like I saw in the spirit, he picked her up and just spun her around over his head and threw her as hard as he could. And he didn't care. He, he doesn't care about you. He just wants to get God back. And so he was hurting my mom and that, that was hurting God. Anyway, he threw her and um, tried to get her. She, she was offended for a little while. There, there was a big, he caused so much chaos and she was offended. And when she went to Jesus and she said, I want to come home now. I can't, you know, things, her life was just a mess. And you know what he said? He said, you're not ready. And that was not what she wanted to hear. And, and she wasn't thinking that there was an answer other than it's time to go. I want to get out of here. Everything's a mess. I hurt. And so Jesus said, the answer is to forgive. That's your answer. And, you know, you might be thinking, well, that's too much for her. And it was too much for her. But when she decided, I'm going to do it. And he helped her. And you know what happened when she forgave? She got healed of all that pain. And um, Satan went running. You know, you submit to God, you resist the enemy. And he runs. It says he will flee. And he did. He split when my mom started loving anyway. Her circumstances didn't change until she loved. And she got healed. And she affected many others with her story. She wants her story to be told. And she had to forgive before she could move into heaven. Isn't that amazing? And so God healed her first. He took care of the mess through my mom's love that was caused by the enemy. And then he took her. Then she got to go to heaven. But if she wouldn't have forgiven, if she would have stayed offended, if um, she hadn't run to Jesus. And I want to say, now, so many people don't know God. They don't hear God. The word says that my sheep know my voice. They think it's silly to hear God. And um, that's because you don't know him. And so they, and why I was going to say that is so many people go to their pastor or to somebody else to ask them what to do. My mom went to Jesus. Why am I still here? What can I do? I'm hurting. My life is a mess. She cried out to him and he answered her. When, when you accept Jesus come and live on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit comes to help you, to lead you, to guide you, to comfort you, to give you the right answer. She couldn't get the right answer from her pastor or anyone else. She needed that answer that she had to forgive. Maybe you're thinking, well, that's an easy answer. It's not. It has so much revelation behind it because if she didn't forgive first, if she didn't help all the people that she helped first, then um, she wouldn't have been loving. I mean, we think we know how to love. We don't know how to love. We don't. Jesus has to teach us. And so she healed so many lives before she left. She made such a difference before she left. And if he would have just took her um, and, and not had not helped her, not accomplished all that through her, then the things that happened wouldn't have happened and everything would have been a mess when she left, but she brought her family together. She loved, and Satan lost that battle. But I want to tell you, he's out. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life, have it to the full, tell it overflowed. He came to make it easy for you. And he's the one that we can depend on to get to heaven. And he's the one you need to go to even to say whether you're ready or not. 
you can't ask someone else, am I ready for heaven? Don't go to your pastor and say, do you think I'm going to heaven? Go to Jesus. That's what he wants me to tell people. Anyway, get on your knees and find out from him if you're ready to go to heaven. Don't even depend upon what you think by yourself because you're going to stand before him that day. And if he says, get away from me, I never knew you, then that means you didn't have a real relationship with him and you didn't know. And Satan, then he wins because that's his ploy to get you to think that you're good. Everybody goes to heaven. You just got to say a prayer. You don't have to forgive. He is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And he has absolutely no feelings for you at all. He doesn't. And he doesn't want you to know that God is a precious pearl, that he is always going to be there for you. He loves you the most. He is the one in your life. If you think you have someone in your life that loves you the most, God loves you even more than that. And, you know, you're going to find out through your life that people do change and who you thought loved you um, turns right around and hurts you. And um, God will never do that. He will never do that. And if you're trusting man, if you're trusting in a thing, you're really trusting the enemy and he's going to let you down. He's just using you. He's, he just wants to get back at God through you. You are just um, a target for him to hurt God. And yeah, God is going to do something about it, but he can't come yet because too many people are being controlled by the enemy. That's what he told me. It's not his will that one should perish. The word says that it matches the word. It's not his plan that all of his children who he loves so very, very, very much would go to hell. And so he needs us to come up against the enemy by getting to know him and sharing his love sharing his love, showing people who he is, being a part of his kingdom. You know, when we live with him, when we have experience with him, when he's living in us, he's going to show. And then people are going to say, hey, yeah, God is real. Look at that love. I mean, if we love like he loved, we would be showing him. And that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to be... um, I mean, I've learned so much about love. Love does not, it it doesn't matter. You just, you don't get offended. You just let it go. Because you know what? It's the enemy. Your warfare isn't against flesh and blood. It's against the enemy. He's the one causing the trouble. And in my mom's life, that's what happened. He caused so much trouble. And she learned to just let it go. That person didn't mean to hurt me. It's the enemy causing trouble. And he's not going to get to me. He's not going to hurt God through me. We got to get to the place where love is second nature to us. And that happens as we get to know God. And when you love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, and you've given him all your attention, you're going to start loving him back like he loves you. You're going to care about what he cares about. And he's going to... Um, Start showing you how he feels. When I walk up to people on the street, he tells me to tell them they don't know and he loves them. And even though they reject him, he loves them anyway. He keeps sending me back, sending me back, sending me back and showing me his feelings. He's showing us his feelings. He wants us to know we can be comfortable with him. And the only way we can be comfortable with somebody is if we take the time to get to know him. And Satan has us so busy, so distracted, having our, our attention on everything else 
except God. Jesus said, watch and pray, because watching is looking for him and talking to him, right? Getting ready for him, watching and praying. And instead, um, people are just doing everything but not expecting him to come. If he does come, I'm ready. But um, not even really thinking about it or, or talking to him about it or reaching out to him, but just... People just think whatever is going to happen, it's going to happen, and it's going to happen for a reason. And yeah, there is a reason behind it, but you're not going to like the reason if you don't dig in and find out what's going on. God wants you to know what's going on. He wants you to know he's hurting. He wants you to know if you don't choose him, you're going to hell because Satan's in control of you. And it, 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 that you can choose him because he's like you. Made in his likeness, you can be comfortable with him. You just got to take the time to get to know him. Jesus said in Revelation 3.20, he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, he's going to come in and hang out with you. He's going to teach you how to get ready to live with him in heaven. So that's all I have for you today. If you'd like to ask Jesus to come, he is knocking at your ear. If you want to ask him to come in, he will. And then you just heed his voice. Give him time. You can't have a relationship with somebody without giving them time. It's not a make-believe fairy tale thing that's coming up. Jesus is really coming. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. And if you want to live there, you got to start packing up. Start getting ready for that trip. So... Let me say that prayer with you. Jesus, we thank you and praise you. You're so good. Thank you for teaching us your way. We're just asking you to come and live on the inside of us and be our God and talk to us and teach us and prepare us for your return. I love you. I praise you. I give you all the glory in your name. Amen. He's so good. He's so in love with you. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.